0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation.
1: Hello, beloved, this is Ebenezer, I believe you are doing well by God's grace. Last week, I began a two-part series on terms and conditions, and I explained that these are consequences or implications of the actions or the decisions that we take as believers in Christ. And I also explained that these are inseparable or integral parts of the decisions that we make, whether we acknowledge or we discern them or not. I then use the story of the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness in Luke chapter 4 to give you two examples of these terms and conditions. Today, I'm going to look at the last temptation, the third temptation of Jesus in the wilderness by the devil. And I'll use that to share some ideas on these terms and conditions concept. In this third temptation, the proposition that the devil made or the life product that he advertised to Jesus was basically this. Stand on this promise of God in scripture and throw yourself down from the pinnacle of the temple. And Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. To see the terms and the conditions that Jesus' response reveals in this proposition, let's look at the context of his quotation. Even though Jesus quoted from Deuteronomy 6, the original story or the context of that command in Deuteronomy is in Exodus 17, where the children of Israel, at the time they needed water, contended with Moses, complained, and tempted the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? So the children of Israel acted in a certain way that displeased God because they doubted God's presence and his power to provide. So in the context of Luke chapter 4, Jesus was essentially telling the devil that if I use this scripture as a basis to throw myself down or jump from this pinnacle, I have signed up for the sin of tempting the Lord, that is, doubting or acting in a certain way that suggests that I doubt God's power. So in reference to the specific issue of jumping or throwing yourself down, uh, tempting the Lord is making a supernatural or illogical move to see if God will manifest his power or presence to you or not. Uh, So in effect, though Satan's proposition sounded like an encouragement to Jesus to act in faith, Jesus dissent that throwing himself down or jumping off the pinnacle of the temple however supernatural it looked, would have constituted doubt and not faith in God's power and presence. So Jesus was essentially telling Satan, I don't need to throw myself down to check if God is with me. He is always with me. Another thing that I'd like you to note is that both the devil and Jesus used scripture as basis for their thoughts. The devil used God's promise in Psalm 91 verse 11 and 12 as a premise for his proposition, whereas Jesus quoted Deuteronomy 6:16 6, in response to the devil's advert. The point to note is that the scripture that the devil was quoting to Jesus was not the scripture that Jesus was hearing from God for that moment. So the idea is that if he had obeyed the devil, he would have disobeyed God and likely hurt himself. So regarding the terms and condition concept, this is what I see here. If you stand on a scripture promise that God has not specifically spoken to you and then you throw yourself down or you jump off a cliff, the term or condition of that decision is that you are not guaranteed any divine protection or provision because it is an act of doubt or disobedience and not an act of faith. Now, let me expound the idea of jumping or throwing yourself down in our world today, in our work with God. Um, Jumping is just making a risky decision, just making a decision that can have life-altering impact on your life. It could be signing a risky business deal or ignoring medical advice or health and safety protocols, especially in this even COVID-19 time, or it could be making a major financial commitment. But then the idea is that if you do not hear clearly from God don't jump because if you do, you will likely get hurt and then you might blame God for being unfaithful whereas you are just being disobedient or reckless. I've noticed in the Christian life that there's a thin line between faith and recklessness. But then let me just say this. To God, faith is not reckless or unreasonable. Okay, it may look unreasonable to humans or to people, but it is not unreasonable to God because it is based on his instructions. It is based on his mind or his will concerning your life. Let me put it this way. When Hebrews 11 says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For me, the evidence is the specific instruction or the word of God to you for that moment. The substance is the conviction of the Holy Spirit in your heart, the conviction of God deep in your heart. And so if God has not convicted you personally, if you have not convicted that God has spoken to you personally, don't throw yourself down. And this is why I believe Jesus made statements like, He who has an ear, let him hear. Um, Take heed to what you hear. Be careful how you hear. When I analyzed the life and ministry of Jesus, I realized that one thing that made him that effective, that efficient, that productive as a minister of God was that he did what he saw his father doing. In other words, he followed God's instructions. He spent ample time to hear God's directions clearly so that he could please him and serve him well. Based on Jesus' model, One definition of discipleship that I can give here is that discipleship is the act of training yourself to hear God well so that you can obey him and then live well before him. On this note, let me sound a word of caution to all of us who are ministering to people. Let us be careful the way we advise people. If God has not given you a word, please don't use it to encourage people to jump. Otherwise, they will get hurt and blame God for being unfaithful. Whereas it is we ministers who are misleading them to embark on what I call spiritual presumption or recklessness and not on faith or genuine faith and obedience. Well, I say all this knowing that God is merciful and because of that, he often intervenes to deliver us or reorder our steps even when we are reckless reckless, or disobedient. But then I highly encourage you to reflect prayerfully on the decisions you are making as a Christ follower to avoid what I call needless shipwrecks in our journey with God. As I close, let me ask for the last time. Have you studied the terms and conditions of the decisions you are about to make or the decisions you have made for your life? Remember, terms and conditions always apply. May God bless the reflections on these words in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk Podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.